Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Mum. Hello, Holly. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Lovely to see you. I'm very well, actually. Thank you. Not actually. I tell my clients not to say that. (laughs) Anybody here that's listening, you know I do that. Sorry. Um, I'm very well. Very, very, very well. Good. Good to hear it. Uh, What are we talking about today? I'm very excited for this one, I have to say. Good. I'm I'm really excited about it. And I'm really hoping it's going to help people, help you, help all of us, actually. Basically, um, a statistic is that well, as we know, we, well, I don't know if we do know, but we tend to have 6,500 thoughts approximately, the latest researchers show, um, 6,500 thoughts a day. Um, most of those are unconscious, but this is what's really interesting, that it's estimated that 50% of the thoughts you think today, you will repeat tomorrow, right? Which I think is absolutely mind-boggling. Okay, but when you think about how your mind can be on a loop, that isn't really surprising. But the um, the bugger of that is really is that if those thoughts are negative and you're repeating them, oh man! Uh, But if they're positive, I mean, how cool is that? But nevertheless, the point is, it's clutter, it's mind clutter. We just think, 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 think. Now, if you meditate, if you can do that, and a lot of people can't, they try and they can't, and that's okay too. If you meditate and you can get a clear mind, even if it's for a minute, you've got a break, you know, you've got that clear space. But there is so much clutter. And what was really interesting, I was reading um, Deepak Chopra's book, um, Abundance, The Inner Path to Wealth. And I know that we've mentioned that before, but he was talking about, he was putting the mind into three different categories, mind one, mind two, mind three. Mind three is when you can release all of your thoughts. You can go into that space where you're clear. Okay. And he quoted, and I loved this, clear away the clutter and freedom is simply there. Okay. And I just really want to bring this to, um, because living a hell yes, you know, when we're cluttered, 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 and we're thinking, 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 and we're forcing, 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 oh God, it can all feel just too much overwhelm and God knows what else. So I would love us to kind of, if we can even shift that a little bit today, I think that would be incredibly helpful. And Ho, I know that you think, think, think. Um, I can tell when you're going off as well into your own little world of thoughts. Um, We've called that the Cameron stare before, kind of where you go off into a daydream. So what about you with your thoughts? Does that resonate with you? Or do you think that's something that's very, very difficult for you to attain, even for a minute, you know, clear that clutter? Uh, good question. I definitely, res- it definitely resonates with me. Um, I think the way that I think of clutter, mental clutter is overthinking, actually. So I think a lot of those thoughts, you know, you said 6,500, um, if you're repeating the same thoughts over and over again, it, it tends to me to be overthinking, you know, so something bad's happened or you're worried about something and the thoughts just keep coming, coming, coming. And you feel like you can't, uh, you know, get away from them or distract yourself from it. Uh, and that's quite a tricky position to be. And I think we've all been in that position where there's something that's really worrying us and we just can't get it out of our heads and we can't focus on anything else. And, worrying about it doesn't help, but you also feel like almost if you don't worry about it, well, 
you should be worrying about it because there's this big thing yeah. going on that that is stressful to cause you stress or upset or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely worth talking about. I think there are some practical things that help. Uh, meditation, you know, as you've mentioned, I think is a really good one. I think anything that brings you back to the the present, because I actually think a lot of the thoughts, I don't know if there's been studies done on this, but I reckon a lot of our thoughts are about uh, present, past or future, sorry, yeah. not present. Um, and when you're overthinking, it tends to be about something that's happened and you're worried about it. So why did I say that? Why did I do that? What will they think of that? And you kind of go down that rabbit hole or it's about the future. What if that thing happens? What if it doesn't happen? I need it to happen. It should happen. You know, and again, another rabbit hole, but I think anything that ties you to the present is really good. So meditation, if you can do it, I think it's really worth trying it. Guided meditations are great to start you off, but other things as well. I think there's anything where your mind isn't allowed to wander from what you're doing is a positive in my book because it means that your thoughts are focused on the now and and what you're doing at that time. So sports, I think, is a great example. It's really difficult if you're playing a sport to think about whatever else is going on in your life because if you're not concentrating, I don't know, in some sports, there's some serious consequences to that, rugby, American football, whatever. Um, And in other sports, it's just where you might lose the game, you know, if you're not um, focused. Um, And most sports people, I'm sure, are not a fan of losing. So I think it's that kind of thing. Anything that ties you to the present is a really useful way of clearing away some of that mental clutter. But I definitely would say that in the, I'd be intrigued to get your thoughts on this, mum, in the day and age that we're in now, it's harder and harder to do that. Um, Because I think a lot of, for example, you know, the apps and technology we use in some ways, they're great. um, But in other ways, I feel they reduce your attention span or keep you focused on negative things. And both of that to me leads to mental clutter. Cause I think if you've got a reduced attention span, your thoughts are quick, snappy coming in quite aggressively. And do you know what I mean? Going over and over sometimes the same thing. And if you're focused on the negative, like whatever is going on in the world, that's really messed up uh, that again can lead to overthinking because you're then worrying about the stuff that's out there. So I think there's a lot of aspects to this idea of mental clutter to break down. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I do agree with that whole thing. I mean, there is so much stimulation now. You know, we, we, we are bombarded with stimulation, aren't we? And, of course, you know, some of that, let's be, you know, is a positive thing. You know, it's, it's, it's helping move on and that kind of thing. But a lot of it, wow, it's, it is real bombardment. And it's, it's discernment, really. It's discernment, what serves you and what doesn't. Um, what is positive and what isn't. And the the bugger, the, the truth of it is that humans have, cond- us as humans, adults, well, roughly beginning from the age of five, we've conditioned ourselves to expand and to build on negativity. Um, so if there's, as you say, if there's something that's happened that doesn't feel good or whatever, we'll ponder on that or actually obsess, actually is probably the word. We'll obsess on that all day long, yeah. And then, yes, we'll likely repeat that tomorrow, Um, wondering, you know, God, was that okay? Was it not okay? Or whatever it was, but we will repeat that. If somebody says to you how great you look, it's unlikely you're going to be thinking about that tomorrow. 
you know, you, you just will not, you might ponder it for a little bit that day, but you won't obsess about it like you would about something negatively. So that also then, so this mind clutter that is made up mainly of negativity, that will have an absolute knock-on effect on your well-being. And that's why um, having a space within your mind, you know, remember your the the mind body connection that that isn't um, it's, it's not a fallacy. It's it's the truth. You know, your your cells are full of intelligence, and they're connected to to the brain signals that come through. So if you can give yourselves a bit of yourselves a bit of a break by having clarity and um, some space, then you're really helping yourself with that. Just want to say, though, that what I think we've also got in the habit of doing, and I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here because we are on a podcast, is we now walk around with AirPods in. Well, I know I do, or headphones, whatever you got, you walk around with AirPods in. And you even nowadays, I would say we've stopped listening so much to music as we listen to podcasts or we listen to audibles or, and, and I know the book is on an audible, so I'm really shooting myself in the foot, but it's, you, you're still focused. You're still focusing. You aren't giving yourself a break. There is more mental clutter going on. However much you want to absorb that information, when are you giving yourself a break from thinking? So what I've started to do now, whereas when I would go for a walk in nature, just here, you know, um, in grounds and stuff like that, by the river, I, I would always have my AirPods in, you know, and I would always be listening to air, uh, podcasts and stuff like that. Now I don't. Now I I listen to the the ducks, or I listen to the birds in the um, trees, or something like that. I I don't want to focus on what I'm hearing between my ears. It's coming from a, a, coming through an AirPod. I, I I just want space. I just want to focus on nature. And, and I think that is another good way of calming the clutter in your mind. I know you said about, uh, we both said about meditation, guided meditations, whatever visualizations even might help you get to a space of calm, but or click clarity. But nature is also, if you can really go into that without AirPods and stuff like that, nature is also a really good way of doing it. I think also there's such a thing as too much information. And it's overstimulation. Yeah. And I think because so much information is available to us, which is amazing, we can read so many books, we can listen to so many podcasts, we can watch so many YouTube videos, and we can learn basically about anything that we could ever want to learn about, which is absolutely incredible. But I think it means we overload ourselves and we take in way more information and way more outside opinion than actually we can handle and we can cope with. And I think that that in most cases, negatively contributes to overthinking and mental clutter because you don't just have your thoughts. You have the three podcast episodes you've listened to, the book that you're currently reading, the five YouTube videos you watched maybe before you went to bed. And all of that is just circling around your head. And so there's no time to let that simmer. Do you know what I mean? To let that just percolate. It's just constant uh, input, constant intake of information. And I think it also does mean, you know, like you said, in a practical sense, 
if I'm walking my dog, for example, and I've got a podcast that I'm listening to, I'm definitely less focused on what he's doing and actually enjoying the walk with him. I'm more focused on what I'm listening to, but also I'm doing both kind of half-assed because I'm not totally focused on the podcast because I'm walking, staying alive, keeping my dog alive at the same time. So I'm not going to remember probably 75% of that podcast when it ends. And then I'm also not even present in the moment with my dog because I'm listening to the podcast. I feel like we're trying to do too much. We're trying to balance too much. We're trying to multitask too much. And ultimately it's, I I think it's not going to lead us to what we want. You know, I don't even think it means that you learn more. I think it means you get tiny, maybe tidbits of information, but nothing that really sticks because you're just overloading your brain. It's like trying to cram before an exam the night before. It's just too much, you know, and you might smash that exam because it's still in your short-term memory, but long-term memory wise, you're not going to remember anything that you learn. What's, what's the actual use of the information down the line? Yeah. And I think that I completely agree. And I think that all ties into a concept of time. Let's cram everything in. You know, if I'm, I'm not saying this is me now. What I'm saying is it's a thought that could go through the head. You know, if I'm walking here, there, well, I'll tell you what, that's the time then that I listen to a podcast um, or that's the time that I get my book reading in. And even now, you know, we know now, even when you're driving, um, people will be listening to podcasts or, or what I, I genuinely don't do that, but you could be listening to podcasts or whatever. And I completely agree with you. If you're driving and listening to a podcast, it's very unlikely you're focusing properly on either fully, I should say on either. Um, there's no judgment there. It's just, where's your focus? Your focus is split, you know? Um, so you, you're not actually, this is interesting as well, isn't it? You're not then in, actually enjoying any of it because your focus is split. So what is the point of that? It's as if we're just trying to fit everything in as much as we can, time-wise, time-wise, time-wise. What is that about? Because, you know, when, when you go to school, you go to school for a period of hours, because then after that, you don't do, okay, you have a bit of homework, but after that, you're not meant to, you know, you're meant to chill, you're meant to relax, you're meant to give the brain space and time. But we don't do that. We clutter it. And we've, we've allowed that to become a habit that I believe doesn't serve us to really live the fullness of a hell yes, of a life. I really, I, I, I believe that it takes away from the joy of living a hell yes. So if you want to listen to a podcast, put that time aside, listen to a podcast. If you want to go for a walk, go for a walk and put that time aside. You know, if you want to listen to music, put that time aside. But let's not keep doing this cluttering, multitasking that actually you're at, you're multitasking. You're not actually focusing. I think that's a good shift. You know, you're not focusing, you're multitasking. They're two very different things. Yeah, definitely. I think going back to what we were talking about before we I went on the kind of multitasking tangent. I think in terms of the overthinking, we don't, I think when we overthink and when we have that mental clutter, we tend to catastrophize and just stay in that, oh, it's going to go wrong. Oh, it's not going to go right. That kind of mentality rather than challenge that thought or actually try and how can I actually work this out? Do you know what I mean? How can I figure this out? Is there a way to figure it out? And I've definitely been guilty of that. I get so 
panicked perhaps about something that instead of trying to solve the issue I'm facing, it's almost like you're paralyzed by just the the overthinking itself and the negative emotions that that brings. So I think that that's something as well. And I think if you reduce the information that you're taking on, you've got more brain space that when an issue does crop up, you can actually handle it and solve it rather than being reduced to the kind of stressed overthinking you know, seeing no way out of whatever's happened. Yeah. I mean, as we were saying in one of our other episodes that, you know, the brain will shut down at that point and you won't create the solution you want to create. You'll just be, like you say, you'll be coming from panic and from fear and and then you just can't get where you want to get to. And um, when you're cluttering your mind, there is no freedom that Deepak Chopra speaks about. That there just isn't. And um, I really think, you know, a big word that I'm kind of um, pondering at the moment, for me anyway, is simplifying. You know, that's something that at the minute is appealing to me, simplifying. Um, and gosh, if you can start with your thoughts first, and I completely agree with what you said earlier, one of the ways to do that is to stay in the present moment. And as we've also said in another episode, that's why I do Tai Chi now, is to really practice and evolve that present moment focus. You will really simplify the thoughts you're thinking. You have to, because you're just literally in that one moment. There is no mixture of overwhelm of past and future, um, which as we've said before in in an episode, doesn't exist anyway you know not in our timeline reality we just don't have the past or the future it's the focus you give it that makes it there and it's a huge amount of focus and it it just clutters that mind so simplify and present moment awareness is a way to do that I think something else that helps as well is emptying the mind a bit I think one way of doing that is writing stuff down I think something that contributes to overthinking and overwhelm is not putting the clutter of the mind anywhere. And so you're trying to make sense of your thoughts and trying to work through them while they're just going around, swimming around your head, you know? So for me, writing things down, journaling out a problem really helps. Love that. I think I think you're absolutely right. It, you know, dumping it all, dumping it all down. Um, I think that's absolutely right. Um, if I've got something to, oh, I don't know, say like topics for the podcast or whatever, absolutely. I'm not going to keep them in my head. I put them down, you know, I write them down and then it's gone. Then exactly that brain space is clear. And um, and then that feels really good. Don't get me wrong. We're going to fill that space up pretty quickly with something else. Um, of course we will. But these are just these suggestions that we're giving are just ways of decluttering the mind and giving you some form of relief, you know, because that's really what you're looking for. So and the final thing I would just say on this is another I think another way of dealing with it is talking things through with someone that you really care about. Um, But we've mentioned before, you know, just choosing wisely who you share that stuff with. So you know, again, you don't want to take on even more information. If someone's got loads of opinions and they're throwing them all at you, that can actually make the overthinking worse and and add to it. But I think someone that is in a similar wavelength to you, um, you know, understands you and cares for you, 
working through through it with them and then writing that down and then reflecting on it yourself I just think it takes gives you the power back I think overthinking and all that mental clutter can sometimes feel quite overwhelming and as if you've got no power over the situation but you do it's just taking the power back and reminding yourself of that and, and trying to figure it out if it's something that needs to be figured out if it's something that's kind of irrational and you know it's irrational then I think sometimes it's just riding the wave and, and getting through it but if it is a genuine problem that can be solved I think chatting it through with someone else and then trying to work it through by yourself is a good way of approaching it personally yeah no I I, I agree um you know and it's all individual definitely um if you can't focus on it yourself and come to some kind of peace and ease with it then definitely you can find that peace and ease hopefully with somebody else for sure what I just want to say before we leave because I know we're coming to the end of the episode now is that I just want everybody to remember that if you can't get to that space that space right now of you know just clearing that clutter and feeling that kind of simplified freedom just remember that half the thoughts you think today you'll think tomorrow so choose your thoughts you know choose where you put your focus because you know if you can't stay present and if you are focused future past have those thoughts as positive and as good feeling for you as you can because remember that mind-body connection as well really important for your own well-being I love that. Awesome. I think that's probably a good place to stop. So as always, we really hope that this has helped you, that it's resonated with you on some level. If it has, please do let us know. and Please do share the episode with anyone that you think benefit from it. And there's links in the description as to where else you can find us. We'd love to see you on those platforms as well. But until Monday's episode, we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.